In 2018, both Seth Godin and Pat Flynn stated they believed podcasting is the new blogging. And it feels a lot like that too. Back in 2004, when blogging really exploded, we saw a number of tools come out to make publishing easier for those who aren't tech savvy. Blogger, LiveJournal, WordPress, and MovableType all set out to do something that hadn't been done before. Allow people who know nothing about website development to set up their own websites. In 2020, we're seeing the same thing with podcasting. You no longer need to be in a recording studio to get high quality audio. You can get a decent mic for less than a hundred bucks that plugs right into your computer. There are all-in-one services that allow us to create and manage our entire show from one place for a small monthly fee. And there are scores of online resources to show you how to get started. So the question becomes less, can I start a podcast? And more, should I start a podcast? And importantly, will that podcast help your business grow? We're going to talk about all of that and more in today's episode. We'll go over why podcasting is getting easier, some of the basics, and why you should start one. At the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you about a new online course I have coming out that will give you everything you need to launch your own show. Let's get to it. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 154 of How I Built It, the podcast that asks, how did you build that? Today, we're going to be talking about building your own podcast. That's the topic of the conversation. So really, it's more, how can you build that? Last week, we heard from Matt Medeiros about how building a podcast can help you grow your business, and specifically how his local podcast helped him. But why in 2020 are we talking about podcasts? I think there are three reasons. Podcasting is getting easier from a technical standpoint. More people know about podcasting. And significant resources are emerging to help everyone, not just tech-savvy people, discover podcasts. So let's take a look at each of these. First, let's look at why podcasting is getting easier. As I mentioned before, you no longer need a professional studio to make a podcast. You no longer need a $1,000 mic to make a podcast. And you no longer need professional editing tools like Logic Pro to edit a podcast. Many people are able to do it and make it sound decent right from their home. One app, Anchor, even lets you record, edit, and upload directly from their interface either on the web or your phone, for free. They even submit it to all of the podcast directories, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It can't be easier than that. And they aren't the only services that are there to help you. There are countless resources to help you record, edit, and release your own show out into the world, from apps to online courses. Also, More people know about podcasting, so let's talk about that for a minute. According to Edison Research, and I will link this in the description uh, for this podcast. I'll link it in the show notes. I'm sorry. I will link this in the show notes over at howibuilt.it slash 154. So according to Edison Research, a leading organization in gathering podcast statistics, in 2014, less than half of the people surveyed 
knew what podcasts were, and just 30% of respondents had ever listened to one. In 2019, both of those numbers grew. 70% of people were familiar with podcasts, and 51% had listened. That 51% accounts for about 166 million people. So just to repeat that stat, in 2019, the number of people who listened to a podcast was higher than the number of people in 2014 who have heard of podcasts. That's thanks in no small part to true crime podcasts like Serial and widely popular celebrity podcasts like Joe Rogan's, Conan O'Brien's, and Dax Shepard's. With the ability for people to find a podcast on just about any topic they want, it's easy to see why they're growing too. As more people become aware, they'll want to check out podcasts. But still, the barrier for entry even to listen to podcasts wasn't that clear until recently. So on top of the fact that more people know about podcasts, accessing podcasts has become easier. This was the biggest barrier for entry to podcasts becoming mainstream. It's unclear how to find and access them. And again, according to Edison Research, that was the number one reason respondents gave for not listening. As a matter of fact, a large portion of them said they don't have a podcast app on their phone. Now, if it was uh, a non-iOS device, that might be true. But if they had an iPhone, the iPhone comes with a podcast app. It's just a lot of people don't realize what that app is. So it gets thrown into the rare or never used folder. So sure, there is Apple Podcasts, but unless you know about podcasts, as I just said, you're probably ignoring that app. It's been even less clear on Google until recently. So I said that if it's a non-iOS device, I really meant Android here. But now Google is surfacing podcasts in a way they never have before. They finally have their own standalone podcast app. And if you search for podcasts in Google, you can see episodes right in their results on certain platforms like Android. So if you search for How I Built It, How I Built It episodes will show up directly in Google and you can start listening right from your Android device. Pretty cool. Two other huge players, pun intended, that have jumped into the podcast fray are Pandora and Spotify. And in fact, 43% of people in 2019 who said they had listened to a podcast did so on Spotify. 35% did so on Pandora. Those are huge percentages. The fact that podcasts are showing up where people already listen to music is making a big difference. So podcasting is growing and more people know what it is and more people are listening. But why should you put your own time and money into starting a podcast? Let's talk about that. After a word from our sponsor, Text Expander. Today's episode is brought to you by Smile and their product, Text Expander. Save time typing and boost your productivity with Text Expander. You know I'm all about automation, and Text Expander is a great way to get started with automation. It allows you to create your own snippets for repetitive text you tend to use everywhere. Add the text, create a snippet, and boom, save precious time and keystrokes. 
One of my favorite snippets is for my address. So instead of typing out my full address and risking typos, I simply type dollar sign ADDR and text expander does the rest, filling in my full address for me. I also have snippets for my street, my city, and my zip code. But that's not all text expander does. With its advanced snippets, you can create fill-ins, pop-up fields, and more. You can even use JavaScript or AppleScript. Another one of my favorite and most used snippets is when I type PPT. That will take whatever text I have on my clipboard and convert it to plain text. So I'm no longer fighting formatting when I copy from a Word document, a Google Doc, or a plain HTML page, like a website. I also use it for common links, email messages, which I can completely customize with fill-ins and drop-down menus, and even date calculations. I'm currently writing a book and TextExpander has been instrumental with that. TextExpander is available on macOS, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. So pretty much anywhere you do computing. If you've been curious about trying TextExpander or automation in general, now's the time. As a listener, you can get 20% off your first year. Just visit TextExpander.com podcast and let them know how I built it sent you. That's textexpander.com slash podcast for 20% off your first year. And now, back to the show. So why should you start a podcast? Well, we talked about it earlier. It's the next form of blogging. And as a result, many people will start to consume content that way. And for good reason. You see, unlike books, blog posts, and even videos, people can passively listen to podcasts. They can do it while driving, cleaning, or while out on a run. It's the most convenient way to get ideas, news, and entertainment. Heck, if you have a smartwatch, you don't even need your phone to listen to podcasts anymore. Podcasts are also popular, but not too popular. We're on the cusp of an economic boom of podcasting. The pioneers, like the guys from Stuff You Should Know, got in around 2008. The early adopters and shapers came in in the early 2000s. Those are the lores like Aaron Menke uh, and Serial and podcasts like that, as well as the technical podcasts, right? Like uh, Accidental Tech Podcast and pretty much every Apple podcast you've ever heard. Uh, Now, now, now it's primed for anyone to get in. This is evidenced by huge investments by Spotify, Apple, and the New York Times, among others. So if you want to reach a new audience or grow your current audience or even just provide a new avenue for your readers to consume your content, you should start a podcast. But you should also have your own reason. Podcasting is a deeply personal medium. Listeners and hosts can form a great bond and strong trust. Don't just get in it for the money and the glory because A, you'll be disappointed in the short term and B, those are the wrong reasons. You should get in because there's some strong personal desire to provide value and advice and a connection with your listeners. In the book Start With Why, author Simon Sinek talks about how you should define why you want to do something before you do it. So why do you want to start a podcast? Do you have a message you want to get out there? Is there a story you need to tell? 
Perhaps you just want to impart your knowledge from your career or personal life. These are all great reasons, and they don't have to be unique. They just need to be something that you need to do. No matter what, figure out your own reason for why you want to start your show. This reason, the why, will help you muscle through when you might want to give up, when you're not getting the listeners or the downloads that you hope to see, when it's harder than you thought to get a sponsor, or whatever reason, maybe you don't have the time. If you define your why, it'll help you see this project through, because podcasting is a little bit of a grind. Another question to consider is, what do I hope my audience gets out of it? Ultimately, your listeners will make or break your show, and there's a lot competing for his or her attention. So once you come up with your why, figure out what you're doing to make sure your audience gets value. This is what will help you grow your business the most, and we'll get into that right after a word from our sponsor. Do you remember when you started your small business? It was no small feat. It took a lot of late nights, early mornings, and the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little easier? Well, my friends at FreshBooks have the solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed specifically for small business owners. It's simple, intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized than a dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. I know that from firsthand experience. It was one of the first things I did when I started my business was get FreshBooks. I've been a FreshBooks user since 2009, and I have been basically a serious business owner since about that time. I'm not counting like the high school or early college years because I was just kind of doing that on the side for fun. But when I knew that I wanted my business to be my livelihood, I decided to get serious and FreshBooks was one of the first purchases I made. It's easily the best accounting and invoicing software for small business owners like us. You can create and send professional looking invoices in 30 seconds, and then get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. Nothing is better than sending out an invoice and getting it paid the same day. And again, that's something I know from experience. You can file expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And speaking of tax time, I'm currently prepping everything to hand over to my accountant and FreshBooks has made it incredibly easy. Since all of my income and expenses flow through FreshBooks, all of my reports are already ready to go. It took me no time at all to get everything prepped. And since FreshBooks allowed me to add my accountant to my account, I didn't even need to send her anything. She was already in FreshBooks, so just easier for everybody. Join the 24 million people, like me, who have used FreshBooks. Try it free for 30 days. No catch, no credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com slash built it and enter how I built it in the how did you hear about us section to get started. Again, that's freshbooks.com slash B-U-I-L-T-I-T and enter how I built it in the how did you hear about us section to get started with your free 30-day trial. And now, back to the show. So answering that last question, what do you hope your audience gets out of your podcast will be the main driver for growing your business. Like any good content, 
the main focus should be helping, not selling to. Your podcast is a fantastic opportunity to form a stronger bond with your listeners. There's a closeness that listeners forge with the host because of the medium. You are inviting the podcast host into your ears. You're probably listening on headphones. And the the host is probably not just reading off a script or some robotic thing, but he or she, they're getting a little bit more personal. It's a good relationship that you're forming, even if sometimes it feels like a one-way street. But because of that, listeners feel like they know the host of the podcast better. It's not a connection you can get from blogging or PDFs. And as a result, listeners trust podcast hosts more. There are numerous statistics that state listeners are more likely to buy something when it's advertised on a podcast they listen to. And trusting the host has a lot to do with it. But it doesn't just have to be sponsorships or advertising. If you offer your audience quick wins and a strong call to action, you could see growth in your business if you're reaching the right people. With my own story, from a personal standpoint, I can completely vouch for this. I started this show about four years ago, and I have been podcasting for around seven years. I honestly started this show on a bit of a whim because I wanted a new podcast to do, and I had what I thought was a pretty good idea. And as the podcast grew, I noticed my grit, my business, as the podcast grew, I noticed my business grew with it. And it's been instrumental in my self-employment. The podcast was about a year old when I decided to take the plunge and go uh, just full-time self-employed. And sure, sponsorships has helped specifically with direct income for that. But gaining a following has helped me connect with more people in my community, learn new things, and establish myself as an expert in the field of both podcasting and web development. I honestly don't think my self-employment would have lasted very long without this show. So hopefully by this point, I have convinced you to start your own podcast and that starting a podcast is worthwhile. So what do you do first? Well, if you have your why, you have your why, you should pick a topic and a name. But the course is what I want to tell you about for how you should start and launch your podcast. So I've spent the last several years growing this podcast, working through some trial and error to figure out what works and what doesn't work, and then doing the same thing for clients to help them launch their podcasts. And now I want to help you launch yours. My new course, Podcast Liftoff, is launching soon, and I want you to be a part of it. You can head over to podcastliftoff.com to sign up for a free podcast workbook to help you answer all of the big questions. And it will start you on a path that hopefully the course will help you finish. So this will also get you on a mailing list to get notified when the course launches. And finally, you'll get a nice discount just for being on that list. That link again is podcastliftoff.com. And I'd love to see you in the course. I am so, so passionate about podcasting. I often tell people that if I could just do that all day, I would. And I, I hope that this episode has gotten you excited about podcasting. So definitely check out podcastliftoff.com. The course is launching pretty soon. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. 
If you liked this episode, be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find a link to Podcast Liftoff and all of the show notes over at howibuilt.it slash 154. Thanks to Text Expander and FreshBooks for sponsoring this show. And until next time, get out there and build something.